Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 2. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. Some shepherds came along and drove them away. But Moses got up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. When the girls returned to Ruel, their father, he asked them, Why have you returned so early? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. And where is he? Ruel asked his daughters. Why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave his daughter Zipporah to Moses in marriage. Zipporah gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershom, saying, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groanings, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. So a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and produced a son. Of course, this is Moses. And so notice that Moses is born from the tribe of Levi. His brother Aaron would ultimately become the leader of the first priests of Israel, who from that time forward would all have to be Levites. And so Moses and Aaron and their family are pure 
Levites. Both mother and father are of the tribe of Levi. And so she has this child while Pharaoh has issued this edict that any male sons must be killed. And so she sees that uh, he's a he's a wonderful baby. And so she decides to hide him and hides him for three months. And then after three months, apparently it became difficult to continue to hide him. So she got this idea, and we have to assume it was the Holy Spirit of God guiding her for this idea. She got a papyrus basket and coated it with tar and pitch. She made a little boat, and then she put the baby in it and hid him along the um, Nile River in the reeds of the river. Now, this was not a permanent solution, obviously, but in this instance, it was the hand of God working because Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile River to bathe. That was her her bathing area, apparently. She saw the basket, and uh, she sent a slave over to get it. She opened it, saw the baby, and she knew immediately what was going on. This was one who her dad had determined had to die because he was a Hebrew baby. But she had mercy on the little baby, and um, his sister was standing nearby watching all of this. Moses' sister was standing nearby. Perhaps this was Miriam. His sister will become prominent later in the story of Exodus. But she asked Pharaoh's daughter, should I go get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? And she said, yes, please do. So she went and got Moses' actual mother. But of course, this was unknown to Pharaoh's daughter. So Moses was able to continue to be raised initially by his mother in his own family matrix, his own Jewish family, until he was weaned. And then um, uh, he was taken to live in Pharaoh's house with Pharaoh's daughter. And so we jump to verse 11. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. So let's stop right there. Obviously, by this time, he knows that the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, are his people because it says one of his own people. And so he kills this Egyptian who is um, beating the Jewish slave. The next day he goes out in verse 13, he sees two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, who made you ruler and judge over us? Now, let's just stop right there. Because God was making Moses ruler and judge over all of Israel, but not yet. And so Moses had somehow gotten ahead of the Lord. And so this man who um, Moses stopped from fighting his fellow Hebrew said, are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? And Moses was afraid because he realized the episode with the Egyptian hiding his body and so forth must have become known. In verse 15, when Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. Now, I'm going to jump over to the New Testament. I'll come back to Exodus. But this exchange that we just talked about with uh, the birth of Moses and then uh, the fact that he tried to be the deliverer of his people and then had to flee after killing the Egyptian is recorded in Acts. In Acts chapter 7, verse 20, I'm reading, At that time Moses was born, he was no ordinary child. For three months he was cared for by his family. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. 
Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. Now, this is new information because Moses was a grown man under the Egyptians, even though at some point he came to realize he was a Hebrew. When Moses was for, I'm still reading from Acts, Acts 7, verse 23. When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. Now, that's, again, new information. He knew he was going to visit, quote unquote, his own people. He saw one of them being mistreated by the Egyptians, so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Verse 25, Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. So this is the big mistake he made. He had the call of God to be the deliverer. He had the call of God to be the ruler and judge over all Israel. He did not have the timing of God. And so in getting ahead of the timing of God, he killed this Egyptian. He had to flee from Pharaoh and so forth. He um, caused himself great hardship getting ahead of the timing of God. But the Lord was still planning to use him. So the Lord led him to Midian, and uh, he sat down by a well. In verse 16, back to Exodus, verse 16, Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the troughs to water their father's flock. So once again, women are coming to a well where there is a, a future bridegroom waiting, just like Rebecca and Rachel in Genesis were were found as potential brides by wells. Now this priest of Midian has daughters that are going to this well where Moses just happened to be sitting down. Um, Moses sat down by this same well. And so Moses ultimately met the priest of Midian and agreed to stay with him. And the guy gave Zipporah to Moses in marriage. So Zipporah, Rebecca, Rachel, all of these women were found as potential brides by wells. And so ladies, if you're looking for a husband, maybe you should go hang around by a well. Seems to be a biblical paradigm. But Moses lives um, with his family. Everything's going well. In verse 23, during that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, And their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. And God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Friends, you may be having difficulty of some sort today. I can tell you with absolute assurance, God is looking on your situation. God is looking on you. God is looking on your life. And he's concerned about you and your life as well. And so, Heavenly Father, I just pray for everyone who's listening today that is going through difficulty, perhaps some type of slavery or bondage to sin or drugs or alcohol or whatever whatever has a grip on their lives. Lord, deliver these people. We know you're concerned. Lord, deliver us from evil. Help us, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.